Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Corona Chronicles. This is part seven. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas at Veritas Radio. As always, the Corona Chronicles is brought to you by VeritasRadio.com. As I said on part six, we are no longer posting these on YouTube, as they have already threatened us. They are now exclusive inside our website at VeritasRadio.com. You are welcome to purchase gift subscriptions for family and friends so they are better informed of the reality of this event. And please understand, it takes time and resources to produce and we survive on your voluntary subscriptions only. Thank you. Let's begin. And this comes from a constitutional lawyer. Current federal and state law. You do not have to stay home. You do not have to close your business. You are not restricted in your travels. You are not banned from religious assembly. These are not laws, as a law must be passed by your state legislature. And, of course, this has not happened in any of our 50 states. These following orders are unlawful, quote-unquote, orders. Stay at home. Close your business. Don't go to church. Practice social distancing. Wear a mask. No interstate travel, etc., etc., these are not laws that can carry any kind of criminal penalty for violation. These are, at best, only guidelines for quote-unquote suggestion. These quote-unquote orders carry no legitimate force of law with which to back them up. No governor or mayor may craft a law and assign a punishment for its non-compliance. They cannot. And, even if one of these tyrants tries to do so, such orders or actions would then be profoundly unconstitutional on a solid basis for compensation to, quote-unquote, anyone affected by them. The Free Exercise Clause of the First Amendment firmly establishes freedom of religion as a fundamental liberty, and the Due Process Clause of the Fifth Amendment firmly establishes your right to purchase a lawful product in interstate commerce from a willing seller as, quote-unquote, fundamental. Fundamental liberties are in the highest category of liberty, akin to freedom of conscience, speech, press, privacy, and travel. Right to congregate and assemble. For the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Right to travel. Despite actions of police and local courts, higher courts have ruled that American citizens have a right to travel. Per our 14th Amendment, the United States Constitution, the right of a citizen to travel upon the public highways and to transport his property thereof in the ordinary course of life and business is a common right which he has under his right to enjoy life and liberty, to acquire and possess property, and to pursue happiness and safety. It includes the right, in so doing, to use the ordinary and usual conveyances of the day. Stopping a tyrannical overthrow of the United States and the world, the stripping of our liberties and freedoms, begins with you. Do your part and stand up for yourself before you no longer have a self to stand up for. These are the facts. Stop letting tyrants lie to you. Call them what they really are, tyrants. And this was sent by Timothy Holmseth. 
And the following is information from Dr. Tasuku Honyo, a Japanese physician, scientist, and immunologist. He shared the 2018 Nobel Prize in Medicine and Physiology. And this is what the report says. The Japanese professor of physiology or medicine, Professor Dr. Tasuku Honjo, caused a sensation today in the media by saying that the coronavirus is not natural. If it is natural, it will not have affected the whole world like that because, depending on the nature, the temperature is different in different countries. If it were natural, it would only have affected countries with the same temperature as China. Instead, it spreads to a country like Switzerland, the same way it spreads to desert areas. Whereas, if it were natural, it would have spread in cold places, but would have died in hot places. I have done 40 years of research on animals and viruses. It is not natural. It is manufactured, and the virus is completely artificial. I have been working for four years in the Wuhan laboratory in China. I know all the staff of this laboratory well. I call them all after the corona accident, but all of their phones have been dead for three months. It is now understood that all of these laboratory technicians are dead. Based on all of my knowledge and research to date, I can say this with 100% confidence that corona is not natural. It did not come from bats. China made it. If what I say today turns out to be false now, or even after I die, the government can withdraw my Nobel Prize. But China is lying, and this truth will one day be revealed to all. Powerful words from Dr. Tasuku Honjo. And this comes from the UK. You are being lied to about the coronavirus on a tremendous scale in order to justify a loss of your human rights forever. This public notice has been placed across the entire UK by a group of concerned individuals who now number several thousand. We are not quote-unquote conspiracy theorists. We come from all walks of life and have each independently drawn the same conclusion. What is the lie and how is it being achieved? The big lie is the scale of the current pandemic. There is a concerning respiratory issue occurring right now, but it is nowhere near as prevalent as it is being made out. This is being achieved via massively inflating the numbers and by using a false, quote-unquote, exponential prediction of future cases. Despite all pandemics decelerating soon after initial acceleration, the models used are demonstrably wrong. This is how the current numbers are inflated. One, the tests used in hospitals can only check for the whole family of coronaviruses, rather than just the new COVID-19 present in many healthy people who would also test positive. Two, all deaths where the above unreliable test gives a positive result are being recorded in the overall death count for COVID-19. This includes people who died of totally unrelated causes and who would have died anyway. Notice the wording of the news, quote-unquote, X number have died after testing positive. This is not the same as dying from. Three, Total deaths in the UK are lower than they were at this time in previous years. This reveals that we don't have an increase in deaths. We only have reallocation of the cause. Why are they doing this? We believe that a group of international billionaire businessmen have identified all humans as a threat to their plans in rolling out future technology. And so 
To combat that threat, it has been decided that closer control measures of the general public must become the new norm for everyone. This will involve a live feed, quote-unquote control grid, of 5G towers and lamppost antenna, amongst other measures that we would not accept if we knew what they were for. The only way they can achieve our acquiescence is through fear. People will willingly stay at home while the new control grid is installed if they are too afraid to go out. Whistleblowers. There are many heroic nurses and doctors speaking out on social media, providing footage of their own hospitals and describing the scale of the pandemic as being much lower than reported on the news. And many people in our group are also frontline doctors and nurses. For this reason, the NHS has now issued a ban on all hospital workers informing the public about what is really going on. What can you do? We don't ask you to do anything. We don't even ask you to believe us. Just please be aware of the possibility that you are being lied to and that all controlled corporate media are complicit. Thank you for your attention. Further information will appear in due course. And that was very important information, which not only applies to our brothers and sisters in the UK, but all over the world. And the following comes from somebody in Ireland who received information from Germany. And it reads, Urgent. Please don't take my word for it. Do your own research. I got word that in Germany, they want to override basic law on 14 and 15 of May by bringing in a new legislation that you have to have an immunity pass, possibly digital. If you do not agree to this, basic law will not apply to you anymore, meaning you cannot go to work, etc. Whatever restrictions are in place now will apply to you still. I have simplified it here now, but they are going to sneak in this legislation so basic rights of free speech, freedom of movement, etc. will be taken from us. The virus was just a Trojan horse to bring in this legislation for quote-unquote forced vaccination. So the bioweapon never was the virus, but the vaccine is. All this back and forth about the virus is just to take your attention away from what they are trying to do. The vaccine is the bioweapon. It won't be marketed as such, but as a new innovation, untested, unleashed onto the human population. You have to understand this is a spiritual war. By injecting you with the bioweapon, nanobots will be released into your system, altering your DNA. They want to destroy our God gene. It goes deeper than that, but I won't talk about it here. Many will not listen, and they will forever be enslaved. Be diligent. End of message. And again, some of the information I'm receiving, I'm just sharing with you the same way I received it. I cannot confirm, validate, but I'm just passing this along to you so it can assist you in your own self-edification and, and research. And so that you know how crazy things have gotten around the world. And it's usually countries that are more aligned with the globalists. Take Spain as an example. Listen to this. In Spain, the rules are getting stricter and the fines are getting higher by the day. Anyone who is under 18 is not allowed out at all. Children have been locked in apartments for two months and police brutality has spiked. People call police when they look outside and see people on the street. The police arrive in a group and beat the person up. 
people on balconies clap. How quickly things have changed. Most people there claim to hate fascism and Franco's dictatorship. But they're okay with this? And did you notice a few days ago, probably less than a week ago, a new threat now appears on the radar. The murder hornets. Now there's a rush to stop the Asian giant hornet. Sightings of the Asian giant hornet have prompted fears that the vicious insect could establish itself in the United States and devastate bee populations. As if the bee colony collapse that has been happening in the last decade is not enough. Now there's a new threat. This is our window to keep it from establishing, Chris Looney, a Washington State entomologist, said of the two-inch Asian giant hornet. He displayed a dead hornet on his jacket. And guess what? Just like the coronavirus originated in the United States, or started, rather, in the state of Washington, the same thing is happening with this new quote-unquote threat. And this comes from Dr. Eric Berg about vitamin D. A new study released states that people with normal levels of vitamin D have a 4% chance of dying from COVID-19. People with insufficient levels of vitamin D have an 88% chance of dying. And people with deficient levels have a 99% chance of dying of COVID-19. Which makes me wonder, vitamin D is not only inexpensive... It's free, and you can obtain it by being in the sun. And we know how they're inflating the statistics of false positives and deaths attributed to COVID-19 when they had comorbidities or they died of something else. What if, in addition to all of this, they want to increase the numbers by keeping us isolated and away from the sun, away from the beaches? I hate to say this, that the authorities behind this pandemic or pandemic might include this in the guidelines in order to increase the fatality rates and the cases in order for them to be able to accomplish more with their treatment and vaccine. It's definitely, definitely possible. And more information is coming out that the CDC has quietly and without explanation or fanfare cut the number of COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. in half. As of Today, the number reported of deaths attributed to COVID-19 is 37,308. And we are still locked down in most parts of the United States and the world. And as I always say, I want to stay away from politics as much as I can. But sometimes it's unavoidable. Democrats want us to all get a COVID-19 test and carry documents of proof before being allowed in public. But voter IDs are racist. Now my question is, how could anyone argue this point? In Mexico, as an example, everyone must carry a voter ID in order to vote. In fact, they required that voter ID pretty much for everything, even more than a driver's license. Also, did you know that in many countries, including Mexico, you cannot protest unless you are a Mexican citizen? And why is it that Mexico can have a voter ID system in place which is very efficient, but we cannot have one here in the United States? And there are thousands, if not millions, of people who are dead and are still voting. But I'm going to leave that for another time. Remember Antifa? Well, apparently there's a new army 
of people gathering, getting together. It says, we are at war against COVID-19. As in any war, you can't tell your foe by how they dress. The uniform of a coronavirus soldier is a face mask. To protect ourselves, we must treat the unmasked as our enemy. If we want the quarantine to end and life to return to normal, we must proudly wear our uniform. Sadly, this is true, and it's happening. Let's stay with the masks for a moment. Have you ever heard of the term hypercapnia? Well, this is hypercapnia. Let me explain. It can be caused by rebreathing your own exhaled CO2 by wearing a mask continually. The main symptoms of carbon dioxide toxicity. Visual? You get dim sight. Auditory? You get reduced hearing. Central? Drowsiness, mild narcosis, dizziness, confusion, headache, unconsciousness. Your skin? Sweating. Respiratory? Shortness of breath. Muscular? Tremor. Heart? Increased rate and blood pressure. All these conditions may occur while wearing a mask for a prolonged amount of time. And more about masks. This comes from the very respected Dr. Judy Mikovic. And by the way, a lot of you are asking me when I'm going to interview her. Well, I've tried for the past few weeks. I know she wrote a new book, and I've mentioned that in previous Chrono Chronicles, but we haven't received that response. But we're still trying. She says, quote, The masks in stores and on walks outside and while driving in your car is mind-blowing to me. Do you not know how unhealthy it is to keep inhaling your carbon dioxide and restricting proper oxygen flow? I honestly cannot believe how non-logical we have become. We, our society, seem to just listen to perceived authority without question. I don't see a whole lot of critical thought happening here, I'm sorry to say. Why I opt not to wear a mask? Well, let me break it down to you. The body requires ample amounts of oxygen for optimal immune health, especially during a so-called pandemic. Proper oxygenation of your cells and blood is essential for the body to function as it needs to in order to fight off any illness. Masks will hamper oxygen intake. Unless you are working in a hospital setting, it is not necessary. But go ahead and hold on to your security blanket if it makes you feel better. I do not listen to the government when it tries to instruct me on how to maintain health, nor do I trust their stats, which we know are based on unconfirmed numbers. You want to be healthy? Then make sure to apply it to all aspects of your life. And here's what the lamestream media won't report. Hydroxychloroquine is 63 cents per pill. It's generic, produced by 11 U.S. manufacturers. Acetromycin, 84 cents per pill. Generic, produced by 12 U.S. manufacturers. And here's the one. Remdesivir, $1,000 per pill. On patent, one U.S. manufacturer, Gilead. And if you have listened to my Corona Chronicles all the way from day one, I've been mentioning this all along, and now everybody's believing it, finally. Who do you think is the largest manufacturer in Gilead? Bill Gates. And this is a screenshot of the stock chart for Gilead Sciences. Take a look at how the stock went up. And more and more information is coming out saying that this will be the savior for COVID-19. 
And this is when the stock went up. The day Rendesivir got emergency approval from the FDA. And the following, I'm just going to share for entertainment purposes because I have not confirmed this. But I wouldn't doubt it if, if this was true. Guess who the three biggest investors and insiders of this company are? One, Warren Buffett. Two, Bill Gates. And three, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And why did I include it? Well, I found out that back in June of 2019, Warren Buffett gave $50 billion to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. A lot can be done with $50 billion. Could this have anything to do with the pandemic? Maybe. Well, I've said this before. It's interesting how Bill Gates stepped down from the Microsoft in order to pursue more philanthropic activities. But the same happened in the past year with over 1,300 CEOs. Did they have any foreknowledge of something coming? I don't believe in coincidences, nor should you. And the following is troublesome. Well, most of the information we're reporting in the past few weeks is. But it's better to be aware of it. And again, I don't want to be spreading fear. I'm spreading awareness. The CDC, to totally transform schools. This is as of April 29th, coming from the Education Watchdog. And it reads, CDC draft guidance on reopening schools, spacing desks six feet apart refraining from field trips and school assemblies, eating lunch in classrooms instead of cafeteria. Is this going to be the classroom of the future? And this is to parents. You must be awake at this time. And to inject a little bit of humor. There are so many memes out there. But this one has the picture of Rod Serling from the Twilight Zone. And it says, Welcome to 2020. Imagine, if you will, a world where proven liars and criminals can get millions of grown adults to believe a narrative so implausible that a child of five could see through it. Very true. And I may or may not have said this before, but you can get the coronavirus from getting the flu vaccine. It's right here in the package insert for the flu vaccine under side effects. This comes from Robin Burrell. He says, I need a vaccination against your BS. People have caught on to your pandemic. Few pointers, Bill. Of course, this is addressed to Bill Gates of Hell. One, you are not a doctor. Two, you are not a scientist. Three, you are not an elected official. Four, you de facto control the CDC and the WHO. Five, your dad sat on the board of Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood was predicated on eugenics and is mostly in poor neighborhoods. Six, friends with Jeffrey Epstein, who did not kill himself. 7. You're on the flight logs to Epstein's Pedo Island, where 6,000 images of child pornography were found. 8. Friends with self-proclaimed Satanist Marina Abramovic. Microsoft released an advertising with her on Easter weekend. 9. Sued by the U.S. government for violating antitrust laws for trying to monopolize the PC market. And 10. Openly admits wanting to depopulate the Earth. All true. And to point out a little bit more of the economic downturn and the consequences of this planned shutdown. I mentioned this in previous chronicles. But the oil tankers. Let me show you a map. This map shows tankers, most of them full of oil, that are stranded around the world due to low demand. Although oil 
today is worth zero. It costs about 30000 a day to keep them in these conditions. Detained, that is. Onshore stores are also at full capacity, and there is no one to buy. The oil is today on the surface of the oceans, in these tankers, in the deposits on land and inside the pipes that are usually used for transport, also full, never before seen. A key index to understand the magnitude of the paralysis. And I just hope that these tankers are not releasing the oil into the ocean. And I thought this one was interesting. It's in Spanish. It says, I'll read it in Spanish and then I'll translate it. No se dice coronavirus. Se dice guerra biológica, económica y recesión, disfrazada de pandemia. Translation, you don't say coronavirus. You say biological and economic warfare and recession disguised as a pandemic. And this, and I wish those people who are listening on the audio part only could see the images, but I'll describe this for you. I see a nurse and a child, and the nurse surrounded by the child's family. She's spraying DDT on the head of a child. And it says, you know why they don't spray kids with DDT anymore? Because someone questioned, quote-unquote, settled science. A powerful image. It reminds me of the era on TV where every single person on TV, even doctors, were shown smoking cigarettes and saying, this is good for you. What do we think of that now? It was ridiculous. And this child being sprayed with DDT, I hope that in the future, our children can look back in time and say, I'm so glad that people like you, listeners, who's probably doing something about this, stopped this crime against humanity. Vaccinations without any kind of legal repercussion. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's licensed to kill. If you believe that people need to be injected with carcinogens, toxins, aborted fetal cells, animal DNA, parasites, antibiotics, fungi, insecticides, disinfectants, etc., in order to be quote-unquote healthy, you may need to reevaluate who the quote-unquote conspiracy theorist is. And as you know, I don't like to use that term, conspiracy theorist. The right term is parapolitical researcher. And do you know that there's a law that exempts you from wearing a mask? And this one reads, I am exempt from the Travis County ordinance requiring face mask usage in public. Wearing a mask poses a mental and or physical risk to me under the ADA. And that's the American with Disabilities Act. I am not required to disclose my medical conditions to you. Department of Justice ADA violation reporting number 800-514-030. If found in violation of the ADA, you face steep penalties. Organizations and businesses can be fined up to $75,000 for your first ADA violation and $150,000 for any subsequent violations. I'd like to see if anybody goes into Costco and presents this law. But some people, you have to differentiate Walmart from Costco. Remember some time ago when you went to Walmart and somebody was at the door asking for your receipt, you do not have to present it because you do not have an agreement with that entity, namely Walmart. Don't have a contract. You do have one with Costco and that's why they are allowed to do that. But anyway, that's a different factoid. And here's a visual with two pictures. One with an empty hospital and a tent outside and another one, a line full of cars. The one in the hospital that says, Lines for COVID testing, no one. Lines for the food bank, 
Any questions? And as usual, I always like to end our interviews with a quote or these Corona Chronicles with an inspirational message, some lessons that you can use to improve things around you or for yourself. Once we all get out of this lockdown, when you'd hit the road running. One, dream big. We don't know how much time we have on this earth. Because of this, we need to make the most of every moment we have. Don't waste your time with mediocre dreams. Dream big. Reach for the stars. Don't think a dream is impossible just because others tell you that you cannot do something. Think of all the people who thought the Wright brothers were fools for trying to fly. Or how people mocked Steve Jobs when he told them his idea of a computer as a cell phone. Or even this humble host, who was told by so many, who laughed and ridiculed when he decided to start Veritas. Any new idea is going to be laughed at because it is unknown. You can do anything you set your mind to. You just have to take the first steps and believe. Number two, surround yourself with the right friends. If you hang out with people that are not content or unhappy with life, that feeling will rub off on you too. You will wake up a few years from now wondering where the time went and upset that you are still in the same place as before. If you instead surround yourself with people who have dreams and goals, they will inspire and motivate you to be the best you can be. I had to push friends out of my life that were holding me back. It wasn't easy to end their relationship, but looking back, I'm happy I had the courage to do it. Ending unhealthy relationships is going to be the hardest of the life lessons, but the benefit you get from doing this will far outweigh the short-term pain. So work to surround yourself with people that will motivate you and challenge you. Three, find what takes the stress away. For me, exercise and music helps to remove the stress from my life. No matter how bad of a day I had, I know I can hit the gym and lift some weights and instantly feel better about myself and my life. You need to find what takes the stress away from you. My bet is listening to your favorite band and going for a walk. Go try it out. What do you have to lose? If you find neither of these are your stress reliever, then try some other options. Keeping the stress bottled up inside of you is not healthy. Doing so will lead you to major health issues. You need to find an outlet to get it out of your life so you can be healthy and be around a long time. Four, learn to be positive. There's no point in going through life seeing the negative side of everything. Life is so much easier when you see the positive side in everything in life. I'm not saying you have to become irrationally positive or a Pollyanna and never see negative in your life or the world around you. That view is unhealthy, but you can learn how to think positively. Simply look at situations in a positive light will help you to be a happier person and more successful. Five, join clubs and meet people. Many of the life lessons are about working on yourself and your outlook, but you also need the help and support of others too. The sooner you learn how to communicate and make new friends, the better off you will be. Life is a lot of what you know, but it's also about who you know. The more people you know, the more connections you make, the more opportunities that will come your way, and the more doors that will open for you. Plus, the more people you are friends with increases the likelihood of a long life, according to studies. Having a good circle of friends is also another potential outlet for stress. Six, learn how to learn. If you go through school and college and memorize facts and figures, you are doing a disservice to yourself. You really aren't learning anything. You are just accomplishing a good grade when you are tested on the information. 
fine, go to college, but learn how to learn. It's not all about simply memorizing. Learn how to learn and you will go much farther. 7. Accept failure. From a young age, we are taught that failing is bad. But it isn't. Failing is a good thing. When you try new things, when you extend beyond your comfort zone, you grow as a person. You will also fail many times as a result. Learn from these failures. Don't fear failure, but learn from it. Failure will help you grow to become the best you possible. Think back when you were little. Chances are you fell off your bike a few times when you were trying to learn. Did you give up? No. You got back on your bike and kept at it until you mastered how to ride a bike. Now think how differently your life would be had you given up. All of the good times that happened as a result of learning how to ride a bike would have never happened. Don't quit just because you failed. Be like that kid again and keep trying. 8. Take calculated risks when you are young. The younger you are, the more risk you can take without having to worry about the consequences. But this doesn't mean you should ignore the consequences. Take calculated risks and learn from them. The older you get and the more responsibilities you have, the harder it is to take risks. So if after you graduate from college you want to travel the world, go for it. If you want to try your hand at starting a business, go for it. Take the time to plan accordingly so you aren't stuck in Bulgaria with no money. But at the same time, don't think that a round-the-world trip isn't feasible. 9. Live life without regrets. You can always look back and think, what if? But doing so says you are unhappy with how your life turned out. Would you really give up everything, everyone, and all of the experiences in your life right now and do it differently? Chances are you wouldn't. You chose to do everything you did and didn't do. Accept it and learn from it. Looking back, I wish I would have majored in this or that in college. I also wish I traveled right after college instead of getting a job. But I don't regret not doing either of those things. Had I majored in this or that? I would have never met the awesome friends I met doing what I used to do before. Same thing goes for traveling. I wouldn't have had the experiences working I did have if I had traveled. Realize your life is great and don't live with regrets. 10. You are the greatest asset. No investment will ever earn as much as you can earn yourself. Continuously learn, read books, take classes. Always strive to make yourself a better person than who you are now. Your biggest goal should be to be a better you tomorrow. When you do and learn about things you are passionate about, it never feels like learning. But you are becoming a better person each and every day. 11. Compliment. We are so rushed in today's world. Take the 10 seconds to thank someone for something they did to, or congratulate them on their accomplishments. It might seem insignificant, but it means more to them than you will ever realize. Take a minute to think about the last time someone thanked you out of the blue. How did that make you feel? I bet it made you feel good. So do that for someone else. I went jeeping on the countryside yesterday. I made it a point to wave and smile at everyone I saw, including families with their children who were out enjoying the sun, the fresh air. It was great to see people out being part of nature and smiling back. It was great to see humanity out of their prisons. You never know how tough of a day people might be having and how a simple compliment can shine some happiness in their life. 12. 
accept others. This is a powerful life lesson. When someone is mean or rude to you, let it roll off your back. There's no point in wasting your energy or time fighting back or being angry about it. For all you know, they just found out a loved one died and are taking their pain out on you. You don't know the reason or reasons why they are angry. Most times, it isn't about you personally. You are just in the wrong place at the wrong time. So don't get caught up in their distress. Understand it has nothing to do with you and accept the fact they are having a rough day. Maybe even take the time to compliment them on something. It could be what they need to hear the most. 13. Happiness leads to success. Don't believe that success leads to happiness. It doesn't. Unfortunately, too many people think this way. The truth is, happiness leads to success. If you are always chasing success, you will never be happy because you will constantly find that you are chasing more and more success. Therefore, learn to become happy now. Realize all of the great things and people you have in your life and all of the awesome experiences you have had. Once you are happy, you will find that success is much easier to attain and it might even have a different and more profound meaning to your life. 14. Find your passion. You spend too much time at work to hate it and worrying about it throughout the week and over the weekend. Find your passions in life and see if you can have a career doing something you love to do. Make of your vocation a vacation. The best way to do this is to keep trying new things. Always be growing as a person and you will find things that you are passionate about. Once you do, see if there's a way to turn that passion into a way to make money. And 15. Life isn't easy. Excrement occurs. We get stuck in traffic. Our car breaks down. We oversleep. But there are far greater tragedies in the world. Some people go days without water or food. For others, having electricity is a dream. We all have struggles, so it is important to put things into perspective. When I get down, I watch a video I produce called Gratitude, which you can find in the description of this video. And it reminds me of how great I have it. Just because you had the worst day ever, know that when the sun comes up tomorrow, it is a new day. It is a brand new opportunity to have the best day anyone has ever had in the history of mankind. And in reality, you have a lot more good days than bad. So stop focusing on the bad and turn your attention to the good. So these are 15 inspirational life lessons to remember. If you can make these a part of your daily life, you will see a positive change in your life. You will see the good more than the bad and will be happier than you were before. This will open doors for you that you otherwise thought were not possible. And these open doors will lead you to living the best life ever. And that's it for this Corona Chronicles Part 7. As always, I want to thank all of Veritas members for making this platform and these Corona Chronicles a reality. Visit the Veritas store for great products that can improve your life forever. I hope everyone is enjoying their subscription. You can also purchase a gift subscription for families and friends. Let's hope we can all get back to normal soon. Thanks for listening. I'm Mel Fabricus. Until next time, God bless and be well.